All right. Into the crew. Is this a season finale or a season two opener? I think it's a, it's an in-betweener. I think it's a season one finale. Season one finale. Uh, We're still talking about last season. Oh, yeah. It's a roundup. Um, this is our fourth attempt at doing this. We're currently in Malden, Essex, which is near where I'm from. And there's a higher chance we're going to get shit on by a seagull because there's fucking tons of them around. It's a lovely little town, though. It's really nice, isn't it? It feels weird to be doing this here in my hometown, but my hometown, my home county. why we've tried this four times. We kept saying, oh, we'll, we'll go do it. We'll do it in Wales. We'll do it in your hometown. We're going to do it in Wales because it's so picturesque. We had this castle. And this is a pod, so no one can see it. But I just felt like the vibe of going past that castle in the in the dusk it's also fucking freezing as well it's so cold and then we kept trying to recall different days but um it's too windy every time we stepped out it's like oh. and to be honest i'm a little out of practice like yeah you're nervous I'm not nervous. nervous i just i, I feel like i don't know what to say as always so we've taken a little break in terms of taking time to take in the cup final and all its glory and we can we can step back and look at the season as a whole, and we're going to do like a little end of season awards at the end of the pod, right? Yeah. Do you ever think about like, oh, we're the champions? We're the champions. Yeah. I have moments where I'm like, oh yeah. Every day I wake up in bed and I just <laughs> I feel like a champion. I have a smile on my face and I've got my crew jumper that I wear around the house. No, I barely thought about it. <laughs> if I think if I do stop to think about it, then yes, and I've never been a champion before. I think I've so thought about cool. it with like some of your family and friends have asked us like, oh, how is, how is uh, having season tickets? And like, and I'm like, oh yeah. And also we won. I would also say, I don't want this to be a negative, but it surprised me. I've seen quite a few friends and none of them know anything better than this because I've also hundred percent guilty. I've been wearing a Chicago fire scarf. You are not supposed to admit that. We're talking about this. When we did our stadium tour around with oh. us, but um, I tell you why. Tell you it's for why. You sound like you're from Wales. Uh, no, talking Welsh. It's because um, it's warm and the Columbus crew wants shit. So yeah. unless they send me a good one, or I buy a good one, I need to keep warm. But um, one of my friends came in the pub yesterday and he was on the back of the chair and he went, oh, is this your Columbus scarf? And it's like red really? and blue. And he's like, no idea, yeah. no knowledge. Um, but that's all right. We're spreading the word. I've, I've spread the word since being over here. So we also started this. We were going to record from Wales because we went there we went there to travel as we like to do but within those travels we want to start going to a football game in every country yeah. and not comparing it to MLS but just experiencing how the game is around the world which you've kind of informally been doing prior to crew anyway but now I've become and I'm 40 this year so I think I'm allowed this my new hobby I think I want to be a professional groundhopper yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. I don't know if you, how you feel. Like, I pictured you as a little grasshopper then. How did, you, <laughs> how did you find it, genuinely? So there are 12. Well, explain, yeah, explain what we did. The Welsh Premier League, which is separate from the English League, so these are semi-professional clubs. The, the grounds are very, very small. Actually, not much to look at because some of them only have like one little stand. They hold about 1,000 people, I guess. Um, but there are 12 teams in the Welsh Premier League. Yeah. Um, and the goal was to visit the 12. Yeah. Someone, I can't remember who, someone, one of your friends or family thought we went to a game and everyone. Yeah, so you were that saying that would take us all season. Yeah, so I just want to clarify, like, we went to one game. Yes. So yes. ground happened, we just, like, we stopped, we parked, we got out and looked at the... And it's the, I need to find this when I get back, if anyone can tell me 
any more information than you to through Gmail or Instagram. But like, it's a whole community out there of people that do this. And they yeah, visit grounds, they, they might in a city, especially in Europe, really like it. It. Makes sense. and you just go, you take a photo outside, you take off the stadium, and you just feel, that for whatever reason, it sounds really wanky, but like for five minutes connected to that club. And now like, and then we went to one game, we went and saw Barla Town versus Newtown, which are two kind of mid-table teams in Wales. I, I was going to say, this, the stadiums, they vary quite a bit still, like... They're all very small. They're all crap. But some but. of them were much more maintained. And some of them you'd walk up and it seriously looked like a high school track. Oh, like. well, one of them, yes. Yeah. So Cardiff Met University are actually a university team and their their pitch is on um, campus. It's very hard to find. And it was impossible to find. There's no advertising. Like, they sell tickets to these guys, but there's no, like, Welsh Premier signs or anything like that. I kept saying to you, I think every stop, there's no parking here. Like... There'd be like 30 spots, and you're like, I think that's all they, that's need. All they need. And I was just picturing like crew, like yeah. the amount of people, you know. And... Well, yeah, the game we went to had the, the attendance was 505. But I looked back through their season, and that was, that was a high point. Yeah. I think it's because it was basically New Year's Eve. It was the oh. 30th, but it was like, everyone's off work. Yeah. What do you do for a night? Oh, let's go to see a barter plate. Whereas a normal game on like a normal Friday night or a Saturday, yeah. no one's going there. You want to make your joke about the attendance? Two more than expected. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis was 503, then us two. No one knows we're coming. It, it's not, it doesn't make any sense out of context as a joke, but I've said that anytime I go to it. doesn't matter for a Wembley Stadium with 90,000 or, or a tiny one, but it's just a handful of people. Oh, I want to get a picture. So we're on like the estuary at the moment. Can you get a picture? I'll get my phone as well. There's loads of sailboat, sailboats here. I like that people are out all seasons as well. It's pretty cold here. No, just keep just keep taking photos. You can do tours of like thirty quid. I'd highly recommend coming to this part of England if anyone travels. Forget about London. London's great, but it's just cliche. Tick it off. I feel like this city. is the most post stuff we've done together. You've taken me to, and it's been so nice. Yeah, so half of Wales is going around the coast, weren't it? And you being pregnant, we can hike. So we're just doing a couple of little walks and viewpoints and stuff like that. It's a great way to travel around. So anyway, Barla. Um, we went in there, seven pound entry. Uh, the the standard again. I want to say this for people that slag off MLS. Remember, MLS is a top top league around the world. It's in the top twenty leagues around the world, probably. Which let's say it's twentieth. Let's say it's thirtieth. Doesn't sound great. There's over two hundred yeah. nations that have a soccer league. You and I, and I bet a lot of our friends through crew get feel this way we get quite sensitive to people saying things like oh um, mls isn't any good it's like do you realize yeah, other leagues are like no good against the epl yeah of course it's not the epl that's like and also so what that they're creating a league so i've got a lot of issues with mls as we'll discuss it a bit but um <laughs> but to say it's, crap, it's, it's a really very good. strong league in a world sense it's just that you can't be one of the top ones in the league in the world it's a nice smell it stinks it? <laughs> so when the tide goes out here it's just like mud underneath and I think that's where the smell comes from. It dredges up. You smell it in the air that's today. That's a different thing about the coast here, too. All the tides change go over so here. drastically. Okay. Yeah, we kind of got lucky because you come here in an hour's time and this will just be mud, probably. So how did you feel about the Bala game? Well, we go in. Seven pounds. Everyone speaks Welsh, which surprised me. It's in the north. So North Wales is predominantly Welsh-speaking first language. They all speak English as well. 
but they say I can't. One of those languages you can't speak. You can't even try. No, <laughs> I couldn't even learn the word, a word. But they say like welcome, and then they switch to English for you. Yeah. Seven pounds to get in. Um, you walk through this little like turnstile, turnstile, which I would actually say is more security than net proof. Yeah. Not that it's security, but like you can't get there in is, without going you through. You cannot get through. Yes, and it's very. It's not for the larger gentleman, should we say? You got to squeeze. You got to squeeze your ass in there. Um, um, I wish the food and drink at crew. I'm just going to compare everything now, but was like this little stand. Little tea lady. I think I got a hot chocolate for like a pound, like a dollar. Lovely. And that tea lady, I swear, is at every single non-league round in England. Wherever <laughs> you go, she'll be there. Yeah. Hey dear, what can I get you? But they had burgers for like two. Two dollars. Everything's so cheap and good. Like it's just a, a, it's a like burger. It's like grilled. It's like proper. Yeah. yeah. It's got the old uh, you order a tea and it's got the sugar that's crumpled up because yeah. it's chucking down. It. Like, <laughs> by the way, it did not stop raining yeah. the entire time we were there. Yeah. That was a downside actually, but I see why they do it. Artificial pitches, but they, they'd have so many games pulled off. Yeah. You should um, do it. We lucked out though because it was pouring rain, and I was just like, okay, we're just gonna get soaked. It's fine. Maybe two hours, but we got there and they had little covered stands. The, so the stand we were in. How many rows? Six rows? Four. Really? Yes. No, it was six. There was four further down where we were. There were six rows and tightly packed in. We were sat ourselves in row three, I think, because there's people behind us, weren't mm -hmm. they? So really tightly packed in. And then the Barla Boys came. Do you remember the Barla Boys? I get the Barla Boys because we've been chanting they the came, song they... nonstop since this. Would you say there was like 12 of them or is that too generous? I would say 15, yeah. Yeah, we don't go right to the end here because no, they're going to be a If I want to get a picture then afterwards, let's just turn around. Might end up doing another lap. We might do, yeah. Um, there was, yeah, let's say there was 10 to 12 of them and they were kids. So, so there was not so a. This is like they're, on they're Nordeca, though. They're Nordeca. These are the singers, the hardcores, I guess. Yeah. They, but they were one, young. One drum. They had one drum. And they enthusiastically started singing for what the first six minutes of the game, and then straight in, and, it, and then it just stopped. Then stopped. That was it. They need a capo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but and it was kind of like nice when we scored. It took them like thirty seconds to get there, and then they started again. I noticed a lot of their songs. I can't remember the tune, but they were talking about being North Walian. Yes. Because and I think this comes from. Um, this isn't a history pod, but the Welsh League was never a fully formed league. So the North and South team never played each other. You would have played regional. So in the day, Barlow would never have gone South. Now it's a yeah. uh, countrywide league. Yeah. So to be North Walian, you're quite proud of that. And South Walian, you would never play them. Yeah. So that's why I kept singing that. Are you going to sing the song? I only know two, two lines. BGFC, 13 for me. BGFC, 13 for me. <laughs> over and over. I'm not and kidding. Over. I fall asleep with that tune in my head. BGFC. 13 for me. <laughs> so we, what are we trying to change it to crew? What did we do? We CCFC, the team for me. I want to have CCFC, the team for me next. Yeah. One of my goals in life is to have a chant. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a crew. I don't want to like. You want to start step one. Step I want to start a chant. It's every, I think it's every football guy's dream in yeah. life. It's, you start around charting a crown and it picks up. Yeah. But you've got to have the balls to do it for the first time. But with American sports. Kind of pre-planned, yeah. boards. So it if we get CCFC, of, um, the team for me, please. When my family, I grew up going to baseball, and one game, me and my cousin started the wave as like kids. Did she though? 
genuinely. Or did but you just remember me? You give me that look. It's really annoying that you don't believe me at all. I believe you. Now I have to tell the story. We got our entire section to do. These are cute little kids. Drive it. Oh, yeah, I guess when you're a kid. If you can yeah. get your section to do it, then you can get the next section. And we actually started it. I just think I spent three weeks with my dad, and I know his stories are true. He creates a new memory. <laughs> so, yeah, next season, because we're in the Nordecker as well. So maybe yeah. maybe we could try try doing that. Uh, the game itself, terrible. Oh, yeah. The standard, I can't really compare it because I can compare it to English lower leagues, but I don't think anyone listening to this is going to know teams like Canby Island and Basel, and where I'm from, it's, it's like the seventh to ninth Did tier. Post any photos of it? I think we put some stuff up, yeah, on on the crew Instagram at the time. I don't think we posted anything, so it might not be there now. But it's pretty poor. But to, I was about to say excellent segue, but the fact that I admit it's a segue means I haven't <laughs> made it that smooth. The right midfielder for Barla, number 29, he was the guy that kept moaning no one passing the ball. Yes. So he must be. I'm wondering if he's got a better football grade. Right? Yeah. Was that Atlanta United last season? Oh, yeah. That. It's so weird. Like, there's always a connection. There Wherever is. you go in the world, there's someone who's played somewhere else, or like someone's dad played somewhere else, or there's something like that. Oh yeah. So again, I don't know how many soccer fans we much about '90s um, Premier League, but in the mid '90s, Blackburn won Premier League, which is one of the few teams, same with Leicester, to do it outside of the top teams. They had Shearer and Sutton with the, the main two, S and S, and then up front. Yeah. But their backup striker was Mike Newell. And he, he ended up turning to get to be very sensitive or something. about female referees being in the game or something. Yeah. It's been ten years ago. Yeah. But he was like their backup strikers, playing the Champions League for them, like for the Reds or something like that. Okay. Town, his son was the major. Oh, player. I remember this now. Yeah, twenty-six-year-old George Newell looks fucking awful. He looks hopeless. He looks so weak. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. To be fair, I looked at his stats. He's got goals this season, but there's just no there's no passing, is there? So, and I was going to say like. Um, the physiques of these guys, our crew guys, look so fit. Yeah. There was no, like, really big guy. You know, sometimes you'll show up to, like, a non-league game, for example, and there'll be a guy. Oh, who they were in shape. Like, they yeah. were in shape, but they were very um, skinny. Yeah. They weren't, like, they weren't, built. They, they weren't. Um, they do not have access to a gym. Though. Yeah. They're not working so out. They have other jobs. Yeah. So they're not working they're, out for a living. It's semi-pro, so they're probably training after work. Yeah. I'll get pretty by this statue. Okay. Um, but individually, when you're watching them, Great first touch. They can bring a ball down. Collectively as a team, yes. as soon as they, if, if there were two passes in a row, the next pass had to go long. It would just get it up there, and it was just chaos, wasn't it? That's exactly what I was thinking. It was like, it, you could tell they're probably good in practice. Like, their skills were there, but they could not put them together. Well, this is nice. Yeah, maybe they just need a good coach. Let's see who this guy is. So Malden, where we are, is one of the oldest known settlements in England, I think. I don't know who he is, because he doesn't say. Some guy, I'm going to put this on the pod. Some guy with a a sword and a shield. I know, be careful there. Oh, there's a plaque on the floor. Let's see what the plaque says. It is Berthnoff. I can't, I can't pronounce that. It's the King Ethelred um, from the 10th century. So, there you go. A thousand years ago. That's a name. There was a big battle of Malden here. I remember that. Do you consider that one? Oh, he's the leading military figure of his time. It's not actually the king. There you go. Um, let's, let's talk about crew stuff because no one really gives a fuck about anything that we're talking about. 
So new season coming up. So we're going to do a prequel pod of new signings. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about that. Let's just leave that alone for now because I think so again, players keep coming where in. Where you can educate me, like they keep coming in until the season starts or... I don't fully know when the transfer window is yeah. for MLS. But I know yes. it's different with MLS. I, yeah, the problem with MLS, again, is that you get to June and you lose players. Yes, so yeah, the international transfer window, I don't even know when the salary window is, but clubs from around the world have their transfer activity in the postseason. Whereas we've got, I think Zedaran came mid-season in Saudi as well. But, but yeah, the, it's different, but we've had the draft. Don't understand it. I mean, I understand it. Don't know any players, don't have any, I don't follow that level. Not my world, yeah. E- even in other American schools. Yeah. I can get that. I can see it's brilliant. Yeah. Like, if you're really into it, I don't follow it. So, we've had that. We've got our players in. We've, we've made one, I think, proper signing since then. As we know, Gressel left straight after the season. But if we save all that because I think there, would, there could be more comings and goings okay. before the season starts. Um, and we have a bit of time to research them then. Yeah. Fixtures came out though. Oh, here's the one thing I wanted to talk about. It's boring. It's been done now, but the US Open Cup. Okay, yeah. I feel we're not a serious podcast to start going out there and saying this is wrong, this is right, or having strong opinions. We the first few episodes, I was creating things like the C Cup, which team let's see is higher in the league. Yeah. It like it's not for us maybe to have that strong opinion on it. The only thing I would say is. For people that say it's not, it's not for me to have a strong opinion. Now, here is my yeah, strong opinion. My, I was say. For people to say that it's a dead cup and just get rid of it, no one goes. I see that side of it. No one goes, though, because it's not marketed. It's not promoted. And I always look at it. We're one of the big fish in the country. One of just, so 29 now. These little teams, we went to, we went to crew in, in the 11 and... People are right. There were only 2,000 fans there. But we saw Indy 11 fans. That's the only time, especially with a closed system, it's the only time that teams outside... And I'm looking at the fixture list as well for this season. I'm like, same fucking teams. Guess we're playing them again. It never changes. So it's a chance for a different a different team to come to Lowell.com or for us to go yeah, it's, to one of these smaller grounds. It reminds me of, like again, not comparing everything, but like... To the setup over here where you do play smaller teams. And we like, just had FA Cup weekend yeah, as well, right this weekend. Yeah. It made me sad to think that, yeah, MLS will be so closed off now from that. You have the, the whole point of sport is any team should be able to get anywhere. So my local team, Canby Island, they're in the ninth tier, I think, eighth tier now. They can be a Premier League team in eight years. They never will. That's not even their goal. They're a small community club, but the access is Option, there. Yeah. Or the. Yeah, in a closed system like the American leagues, which I'm not knocking, it's just a different. There's not many. Australia have the same. America has the same. Canada has the same. Yeah. Even like the Indian Super League was created about five years ago. They've already implemented four tiers of promotion relegation, so these big giant franchises can drop out if they're not putting their weight. Because yeah. there are teams. We're lucky. We're crew. We've got. We seem to have strong boardroom that actually want to. We don't throw money around, but we want to build a challenging squad. There are definitely some leagues, teams in the MLS that yeah, just don't get quite happy to turn up. You know, that's a whole other conversation. I just, I just like the romantic side of 
Pittsburgh River Hounds, who are quite a big club actually, but with a strong history, having access to playing the big place. I think some people who don't care as much probably also haven't haven't been to a smaller team. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's okay if you if you're you want to support a big team and you don't give a fuck. That's, that's okay, that's but true. just with an open mind, those little clubs is what the sport is all about. I think it's also just MLS again doing something shady. Yeah. Yeah, because their excuse like, was there's too many games where you just create new tournament. Yeah, like I'm going to die on the hill that I hate the league's cup, and I might be wrong. I sent I sent an email to Caroline and Crew saying, "Do not advertise cup tickets for us. We are boycotting." <laughs> and I was like, "That's probably a bit strong." Wasn't it? <laughs> she replied, "But like, we're not boycotting. We're just going to be there in some. So we we got we're going to be out of the country during that time. So it's irrelevant." But um, yeah, I think you're right. So that's that's my piece on it, and I don't know what's happening now because they, they came out and said. We don't accept you. They have to be a part of it. Yeah, and then they said they want. Okay, we'll send like our second. Like they they want to send like recruits, for example, right? Well, those yeah, but I think they're yes. So they the idea was it. yeah, I think you're going to replace them with the second teams, but the federation, whoever it is, I'm not going to name, said no. Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So I don't know if we should be in or not, but just there wasn't a problem. Play the games and let us oh. let us send a reserve team anyway. Yeah. That's what teams are doing. So what's the issue? Just. Let them play the games. I don't know. I just wish more in the soccer community, the actual clubs, would have come out and said more. We're surprised by that. Another lovely photo whenever you take a photo. I think this is a decoy photo to get milk my rants about, about the Open Cup. But... It's done. Holiday photo. photos everywhere we go. Two more days left and we fly. Um, the only other thing before we quickly run through the awards is I was going to look at the highlights for the coming season, look at the fixtures. Well. Oh, go for it, yeah. Greg got called up. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I'm so excited. Swatsky and Morris too. Cousin Greg, Chelsea, he's in the training camp for the US team. That's, that's amazing. I felt so excited because um, we heard him on another podcast after we won the Cup. Um, another podcast he introduced me to. What's it called? Cut Offside. Oh, Cut Offside, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two guys in like, the New York area do it. And he went on their podcast and we're like, oh, that's what else we listened and they said, like, what are your, what do you envision, like, with your future? And, you know, he obviously said, I'm not sure, but he said, my long-term goal is to make the national team. And I was like, listen to that. And literally, yeah. like, two weeks later, he got called up. And if he, like, you got the World Cup in, what, two years now, if he could even go as a squad member, Let's say so. if that's his goal. Is that the right term? Like, he got called up, but, like, he's not officially, he's called the camp, right? He's in the called? training camp. The U.S., um, and I'm, I haven't looked, but I'm assuming it's just um, domestic players. They are playing a friendly match, though. I think they're playing, I think it's Slovenia. I didn't, I'm not sure. But they're in a training camp. Unless he plays, he won't have a cap or anything yet. But he's been called it's up. That's so cool. It's a, yeah, it's, I'm really pleased for him. And I was thinking as well, like, people that, unlike us, are proper Fruit 2 fans, they must be so proud to see that. that we've seen the evolution of him in one season, but they've been tracking. I feel silly talking about this stuff because I know some people have such a deeper connection to it. Yeah. But that's just what our podcast is. But... And your connection starts when it starts. It'll take us a few years to to is do it, that. Is it harder as a keeper to like make the team? Because they'll still like, they'll have a solid keeper. Do you know what I'm saying? Versus like, yeah. you'll be subbed in. And... Yeah, I mean, it depends on the country. It depends on who's around. Yeah, you if you get called saying. up to the World Cup, yeah. unless you're the number one, then you, you're probably going knowing you're probably not going to play. Yeah, unless someone gets injured. Yeah, and usually, I mean, the US historically have fantastic goalkeepers, and there's you got player keepers like Matt Turner now, who's the current keeper. He's playing over in England. 
Um, there's a few keepers that way above him at the moment, but to be recognised is the main thing. He's been recognised for his performances, and I don't think I necessarily appreciated sometimes some of those saves he made in the playoffs. Yeah. So, anyway, just quickly then, um, the fixtures for the season came out. It's very heavily weighted. Um, a lot of games around the time of start of the season when we are not going to be there because of uh, baby date, baby due date. So we're, we're going to try and get some games before then, but we're probably going to miss quite a few eight in May. I'm hoping to make the first game in February. Yeah, so the first game is, this was going to be my segue, but then I went off on one. I believe Atlanta at home. So that's February 24th. 20, I was going to say, okay. We'll be there for that. Um, I think we can do the first, well, certainly I will be able to do another, yeah. an extra game more than you, but. We'll be, we'll be commuting four and a half hours for this, so that shows a real commitment. Proper hardcore fans, so don't navigate me for any Chicago scarf. Um, but I just wanted to read out, so we got, in terms of playing Western Conference, we play Minnesota, Rouse Salt Lake, Timbers, Seattle, Kansas, and LA again. Unfortunately, LA's away, because I wanted to see Hugo Lloris. You know, yeah. At Loud.com. So they're the, they're the, that's the only thing that interests me. The rest of the game's the same fixtures, and I just, I do find that a bit... I mean, the Premier League's the same, but yeah. they do change three teams that age you. Um, and our away game for the season will hopefully be Chicago away. Yes, which is? May 18. Okay. So that will be an easy one to go to because at Soldier Field, you can pick up a ticket. It's not going to be. They're not gonna, they're, they usually get, to be fair, they get about 20,000. It's not that far off crew. Well, I think we're hoping to, like, uh, there's like a supporters group in Chicago. Um, crew 1-2? Yeah. 3-1 so crew. See, I've heard that they... Sorry, I thought you meant go up there. No. Uh, oh, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard before they like meet in a bar or they have a little tailgate or they have something. Back yeah, if anyone knows anything to... about um, Free One Crew, I mean, they've got a Facebook page. We can get in touch with them, but yeah. we're going to try and do something with them. Actually, we were thinking about trying to get some of them on the pod. Yes, if anyone knows anyone that helps organize that group that would come on for a chat and tell us about their life in Chicago and, and how they follow the crew from afar... Have we said that we're going to do a season two? We're doing a season two? Yeah. Season two back in the... Columbus crew back in the habit yeah. is what I want to call it. And we're going to try to do a few more... Get back to a few more interviews. Yes. We've got a few Which guests. Which makes very nervous. Hopefully a regular or semi-regular co-host as well, which yeah. we still have a to sort that out. It's the off-season. We've been, cool. been chilling out. Should we do the awards before this goes on too long? So now a little bit. It's a nice photo. So this lake, I swear, it used to be a swimming pool, like for kids. Now it's a natural lake. Okay. Fountains. So we posted some of these on yes. our Instagram stories to have people vote. Thanks for all the feedback. It's awesome. We actually got a lot of feedback. I was actually surprised. Yeah. How many people voted or like sent us private messages with their thoughts and stuff. Since cool. then, I haven't looked at this. You've got the data, yeah. so I've got to try and come up with you do. my thoughts. I'm not putting you on the spot. Okay. So the first one we did was player of the season. And the way it's set up, it let us put three options and then an other, and people could write in. Okay, yeah. Oh, sorry, I got to slow down for a second. Yeah, stand still. Um, Do you want to head to that wall where you can sit? Yeah, maybe for a minute. Yeah. Um, Pregnant podcasting. <laughs> so the winner was Cucho with 44%. 44% of the vote. Who of were the, the options, though? So Okay, so we had Cucho, Nagby, and um, Greg were our options. Okay. I shouldn't call him Greg. I think people get a little annoyed about it. Patrick, cousin Greg Schultz. How's that? Full name. So 
Kucho, Nagby, and Patrick. Um, so Kucho got forty four percent, which we kind of expected. I would say and if you is fair. I'm assuming you're gonna ask me who I think yeah. my player of the season is. I mean the answer is Kucho. Can I tell you who else so Yeah, was there other nominations? Um, well Patrick got twenty five percent, Nagby got twelve. And then we had a couple write ins for Matan and Morris. Oh really? Yeah. See Matan I I mean, anyone's opinion's definitely bad. Matan, for me, it was too inconsistent across the whole season. But I certainly loved how he played. And yeah. I think, again, we're coming in first season. We don't know how he was before. I think a lot of people noticed how much he's improved as well. So yeah. that might put them in their minds. Yeah. Um, and I think he made some key... He, he was he had some key involvements as well as the season went on. Um, Morris, for me, maybe I... They literally are flying over us. They are. They probably think we've got food. As soon as you sit down, they're, they're waiting for chips. These got really close. Oh, hello, guys. What the hell are they? I don't know. This is like pretty a scene at Jurassic Park where you think they're friendly, then they're all going to jump. I'm ready for them to peck at me. Um, I think Morris, we underappreciate because he had such a blistering start. Yeah. In terms of he got some goals as well. It seemed like he faded. I don't think he did. He was immense out there. I could be wrong, but I think he's also kind of like a fan favorite. Like, people really like him. He takes all the hits as well. Like, he gets knocks all the time. He puts himself in there. For me, I would say Nagby's my player of the season only because I think if we took him out he he's like glue yeah. he holds that team yeah. together but I can totally get why Cucho was voted think, first and yeah. probably should be voted first technically I think it's Cucho but yeah it's between those two for me yeah what else you got okay most improved throughout the season so I think behind this we obviously couldn't explain it but like they might have started slowly or didn't make an impression on us and, and, then, and as things went on, yeah. can I say who I think before? Sure. Does? For me, it's Armisen. Because I was, I was on his back at the start. I was picking him apart when we conceded goals. He was immense. That last, not just the playoffs, the last five or six games of the season, I felt like, and I was watching him on the pitch, like he was dictating people where to yeah. go. Like he was a real team player. And his form became so consistent. Plus he scored, it might be in the goal section yeah. he scored one of the best goals of the season and had the best assist of the season yeah that's not even I think the he just snuck up on us too like yeah. it kind of surprised me that i started noticing him do you know what he's a bit um ungainly he doesn't look like an athlete nope. he's got he's a little bit hunched over <laughs> he hasn't got the best um posture kind of thing so he looks like he might not be good on the ball but anyway so what, what were the uh so we had put down as options for most improved out the season matan schulte and armandson so armandson was in there yep so Schulte won with 56%. And I can see that I as well. I can see that too. Because I think you and I would be like, he's our favorite, but we're a bit critical of him. But then, like, he'd make amazing saves. And I do think he got a lot more consistent with those throughout the season. Yeah, and if you look back the first game, then he conceded two, not his thought he conceded two penalties, but, like, he didn't even move for the penalties. And it was like, who's this guy? Is he not going to be a good man? Again, I don't remember. And I don't know if you will. But, like, when we first started, it was room, right? In our room was, we he thought, was everyone thought he was going to be the number one. So, like, keeper. he went from not even having a position to now he's being so called then, up to the So then, yes. Team. And, he, yeah, exactly. Within one season, like, obviously, Nancy made that decision before the season started because he played the first game. I, I'm not sure if room was unavailable. I, don't I think there was, like, a visa issue. Thing. But the point was, when room did come back, he couldn't. Yeah. There's no way we're getting rid of Chelsea. So. I also think his confidence improved a lot. He looked quite nervous from the beginning. And by the end, he was yeah. like. Also. He is the most excellent time waster. He's without without it. getting a yellow card yes. for it. He's a real pain in the ass to other teams because he knew exactly when to just sort of slowly stroll and get the ball. And 
and what he's got a little edge to him. I like it. Okay. I really like it. Um, second was Matan with 22, and then close behind was um, Amundsen with 17. We had votes for other, and then they didn't. People didn't write in, so I I don't know what they were thinking. So they were they had someone in mind, but they just they too shy to share. You'll yeah. get shy. It's okay. I don't know about Matan because for me he had a very good start, and then he dipped, and then he came back. Yeah. So that's just the way I think of it, but. Um, then we had goal of the season. This was our last one that we put a poll up for. Do you want to say what your goal was? No, tell me, tell me who the so, who won or the nominations. This wasn't even. Uh, this wasn't a poll. We just had people write in. Okay, don't don't give the numbers. It might imply that we didn't get many write in. No, that's fine. Inflate them. <laughs> no, it's more percentages. Yeah. Um, the definite winner was Lucas from midfield. So that was the halfway line goal. Mm-hmm. Was he against Chicago? Here's the thing. I can't remember the game. I can remember where I was watching the game. We was at Indian Lake, Ohio. Yeah. And we had it on the TV and it was exactly. late. And, yeah. I think it was Chicago, but I know the guy was the halfway line. It wasn't because Kutcher scored in the halfway line, but that was just, it that was in the playoffs. Important, that yeah. was against Orlando. We'd already won the game and yeah. he stealed it. Yeah. Well, I guess Chicago wasn't as important, but it was it was a looping no, high lob over the keeper, wasn't yeah. it? Whereas Kutcher's, there was no keeper in the net. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why it goal. stands out more than Kucha's what it does. It's, I think it's the vision of it going over the keeper. And it swerved. Remember it was going slightly to... It was almost like an, an NFL kick, yeah. like a field goal, where you feel like it's going to go past the post, and then all of a sudden it just cuts it. I remember us recording it because we thought it was so good, and then we wanted to show my dad, and he was like, pretty good. No, he went, what's the keeper doing? I was <laughs> like, don't focus on that. The point is, our team, <laughs> our best player, who we all love, Look what has he done did. something that no one ever does in soccer, and then we did it again. In the same season. Um, so that was the vote for the most, yeah, was it? Yeah. Quite, quite closely after that was um, Armisen. Armisen, yeah. And then um, Ramirez in semifinal. That was against... Oh, the game. That was against Cincy. Yeah, yeah Cincy. So what do you think about this? This is an opinion that there's two ways to look at it. Goal of the season for me, I always take it as what was visually the best goal or what was the most incredible thing done on a pitch, which the ZRM one fits. Yeah. I think people have gone for Ramirez because completely get it it was the best moment of the goal like it was the it was just a a, a tap in from like three yards out Cucho headed across the box he had tapped it but that goal meant, meant so, so much, much. so that's the goal that is, is in people's memories and I completely agree with that yeah. way of thinking about it I think there's just two ways to look I at just it. look at it as like a standalone goal like the goal could be scored in pre-season and if it's that good it would go viral and people would say oh my god what a goal yeah. that's how I like to judge yeah, goals, and season. I think I look at it the other way. You like I it, like it like, yeah? What did it mean in the game, and what would? In which case, Ramirez is a great shout because yeah. that moment was you, huge. We talked about at the time how I was just I can lost. Oh my it. god! Yeah. When Zero Ranzo, I was like, yay. That's interesting. You're right. There are two quite distinct ways to look at it. Yeah, and I think I actually quite like without us prompting both versions have come up yeah. in this poll, and then the Yaboa one I think is the final, and that was because of Armisen's pass. Yeah. Um, for me, I think I said to you, Armisen's was the goal of the season because because it was Armisen and it was like 30 yards out. It's, and do you know what as well? We were in the stadium. Yeah. So then I am attributed it to be the situation rather than the goal itself. I've got a stronger memory you to it. You have more connection was, to it. Yeah. yeah. So. It was fun kind of reminiscing about all those though. It was great. Yeah. And there's some other ones as well we talked about that didn't make the list, but. Yeah. Um, and then you and I, we meant to put this one up, but we didn't do. We were going to talk about the like unsung hero of the season, which you kind of already touched on. We, I, I still think it's Nagby. If we had put that as a category, then I, I would personally have said Cucho Palaces and Nagby unsung yeah, exactly. hero, for sure, or um, even Marrera. Yeah, he gets a lot of credit from from people at Talgain and within the stadium, but I think he's a bit of an unsung hero. He's not 
he's not the first name you're looking for on the team sheet. And is Marrera playing? But I think it's what you're saying. The true hardcore fans do sing his praises. And I think that shows, like, they would notice they that. They notice it, yeah. Where, like, they might not talk about him yeah. on a bigger scale, but, like... Yeah, and you're not... When you drive down to the stadium, you're not like, oh, I hope Marrera plays. You're like, oh, we need Cucho playing. We need... Oh, no, we're selling Zellarian. Like, you, it's those players you think about. But but Marrera was definitely an unsung hero, I think. Yep. Okay. Do we have um, an assist in there as well or not? I think so. I just wanted to talk about Armisen's assist because... As I said at the time, if Messi had done that, it would be all over global. Honestly, it was that good to me. Yeah. In the final, that pass, it was inch perfect. So for me, in my mind, Armisen got most improved, <laughs> goal of the season and assist of the season. And he probably wouldn't have had that until like the last, until like the playoffs, right? Yeah, that's, they all came late on. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the playoffs. Yeah. Goal and the assist were both in the playoffs. So, yeah. Sorry, I missed one too that we had people writing about. Moment or game of the season. And... There were literally only two answers, which we expected, but it was really cool to see this. So it was, I would say there were more answers for the Eastern Conference final against Cincy. And then obviously the MLS the, Cup. But you cup. and I said before people answered, we said our answer is beating Cincy. And yeah. again, I think it's also a personal thing because we were in Cincinnati. The comeback of that game it's, was huge. It's the context, isn't it? It's being 2-0 down. Against it, your rival. It's being playing against your closest rival. It's having to suffer all those fans around oh you cheering gosh. and getting excited and then seeing the humiliation of them traipsing out the door. All those things together, yeah. that's the moment of the season. LA, it was almost like we'd won the game before we went in the stadium. That's how it felt. There was no, it, not in a bad way. Like It was an absolutely incredible day, but there was no sort of like um, tension of, are we going to win this? Like, no, we're going to win. Yeah. And there was a little bit of tension towards the end when they got one back. But even then, we were just yeah. like celebrating the fact we we're going to win the MLS Cup. So, yeah, for me... And, and, like, technically, it's winning the cup. If you really, like, broke it, yeah. it down. But, like, my memory, my better memory will still be probably winning the... Well, I, I always go back to this, but if Spurs had won the Champions League against Liverpool, yeah. my moment of that Champions League would have been the semi-final. Yeah. Where we came back, which is very, very yeah. similar to to the Cincy game. So, that that, that was... A good, but there were two obvious answers, but I'm glad we got both. I, I thought I did that wonder, was interesting. Yeah, I did wonder I thought if it people, might all be the cup. Yeah, and I also thought people might be like, "Why are you asking this, idiots?" Like, obviously, it's yeah, cool. obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, the last section, if you want to do it, is people wrote in some questions for us. Oh, you want to read them out? We yeah. see if we got answers. Um, so someone wanted to know the so they said the best away match, ex, best away match we experienced this season. And for a second, I was like, "Oh, we only went to one away game, so we went to Cincinnati the first time we played them. So that was like our best because it was our first away match." And that was a, we lost the game, but that was a great experience the whole weekend. But then my brain went, "Oh, maybe they're talking about any away game." And it's funny because my actual best away match would be the second round with Cincy, yeah. where we weren't in the stadium, but we were in Cincinnati at um, the brewery, which is right next to the stadium. Which is what we were just talking about the yeah. Eastern Conference final. That was definitely. My that, best away match. That's the best away match. It's also Crew's best away match because yeah. even not just the way it went, but even going 2 0 down, they weren't playing badly. Yeah. I think the whole game we were the better side. We yeah. just somehow went 2 0 down. Um, I yeah. I felt so yeah. proud of them that game. Yeah. It felt like I'd say it. Yeah. it really did. Do you want to walk a little bit again? Yeah, if you're ready, in. we can head back to um, Cold Bum. I think this one will come back to the next pod. Okay. But player we're excited about. For this, for the next season. So, do you want to save that one for like after we talk about the transfers? Yeah, and... because there could be players coming in. I think it's going to be a largely unchanged team, but I think 
We should wait on that one, but remember okay. that. I got three more for you. Okay. Player you want to get a drink with. I like oh. this one. Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it's like none of them are going to want to go for a drink with me. <laughs> Forty-year-old bald guy, and they're all because they're, they're quite a young. Team. Drinking, they're it? probably not. It's probably not as interesting as we think it is. But I guess someone like Aidan Morris. That's a good. I answer. think would be a good. I would like to go for a drink with Schulte, but only if uh, Philip Quinton's coming as well, because I see them as a little pair with their little cooking stuff. Yeah. I also want to check that Philip's all right. Yeah. Because he didn't play much towards the end. I'm sure he's fine. But Aidan Morris, I guess, to me, he looks like a bit of a throwback English lad. I, I think I he'd be up for him, it, I could see him in the pub in, in my hometown. Yeah, that's a good answer. Um, but I'd also, I think Ramirez is probably going to be quite a character as well. That's another good one. Yeah. And Ramirez spent a year in Scotland, so he might know a little bit more about the drinking culture over here. Yeah. I'm framing this all around. Well, the question is for me, I guess. Have you got any others on there? No, I think my final answer might be Ramirez. Yeah. I think he'd be a good one to have a drink with. Also, yeah. we're about to have a baby, so we can ask for tips on his newborn. Oh. What to do. They could be friends. Oh. Get free tickets. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, who has the best smile? Uh, me and you? No. Oh. Players. I've got two answers. Go on. Ramirez again. Ramirez, because it's the Cause moment I as well. Picture him after scoring that tap in when he ran around and he was beaming. And that's when he just had his baby as well, right? Well, no, his wife was going into labor. Into labor, yeah. So you like had all those emotions. That's a good answer. And then I, I, I picture Cucho smiling. He always has quite a little, like, baby little boy face. face yeah. Smile. Well, when I see Cucho smile, I imagine Cucho, six years old, running around. Yeah, at he home looks the same, doesn't he? With a little happy look on his face. So that's a good answer. What do you think? I think those are probably the best. Those two. are the best too, for sure. Yeah. Then okay. me, then you. Oh, okay. Actually, maybe you. Okay. So, last final question. Just a serious one. So, oh. choose your favorite guest that we've had on the pod. Right. But it has to be the first guest. Oh, is this question come from the first guest? <laughs> it might have come. That would be Travis. Is it Travis, the first guest? Yeah. Well, Travis, I would say my favorite guest was. <laughs> you're, you're in our top five. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, and you know what? Every guest we had was actually incredible. Well, I was going to say more seriously, thank you to everyone. Thank you. Guest. Thank you to everyone that helps us for the first season. Um, we're definitely open if people want to come back on as well, talk about different stuff. Um, hopefully we'll get some new people to talk to and actually make more effort on my part there, especially now we're living further away from the ground. Yeah. And you so know, what, I, more. I know it's kind of like, I would feel awkward doing this, but if anyone has like an angle, like, cause sometimes we'll say, oh, we don't know much about this. So we don't know much. Yeah. If someone feels like they've got experience with something that we could learn, like shoot us a message and just say, Hey, I'm willing to talk to you. Like, yeah, it could be anything. I want to talk to the person that has to stand by the ticket barriers and do nothing because we can but do it ourselves. Like what we're hoping for season two is to reach out a little bit more to people. Yeah. Especially people, if you know anyone that's crew fans that lives in a different city and how they follow their games, because that's kind of us now for this season, at least. Um, that the dog say um, So yeah, we're, we're working on some stuff and hopefully we'll we'll roll out some semi-listenable material. Yeah, I assume we go back for a game, February. I know. It's, Next month. It's, we said this to when we went on a pod. I can't remember the name of the pod now, so I can't advertise it for them, unfortunately. Uh, the Miami guys. Uh, um, but we were talking to them then. They said there's some teams that just stopped in October, like Miami, and they're, their off season has been so long. But we're like, especially us coming away for three weeks, we get back and this, they're going to be doing pre-season. And it's really just a matter of weeks until the season starts. And I can't wait. 
I really like going and watch Barla, which is a crap game, but when I'm in a football stadium, it doesn't matter what level. Yeah. I just get that feeling of like I, it's so good to be a part of. Yeah. And and now having crew on a weekly basis again, home and away, like just watching the game from T V. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Shows you how connected we've become the crew too, because like again, we only went to a few Chicago games, but I would never think of driving four and a half hours to go see them. Yeah. I really am gonna stop wearing this scarf, I promise. Genuinely, it is your warmest scarf. Like, I understand why you're wearing it, but yeah, we've got to replace it. I'll hang it because I collect scarves. So I've got like scarves of different games I've been to around the world, but I'll keep it. But I'm going to stop wearing it out because I do feel a bit... I'm wearing my crew jumper right now underneath this coat. Yeah. And I've got a Chicago scarf on. We're, anyway. gonna, we're, we're back in Columbus next week just for like a day because we're moving out officially. We're, we're going to go pop in the team shop because we wanted to get a blanket. Yeah. A crew blanket. So maybe so I can get, a, for a, scarf get a replacement there. All right. You got anything else to add? Should we go and get a cup of tea, warm up? I need to use the bathroom again, like always. Pregnancy weave. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. Yeah, go crew. Go crew.